Scholars and Dragons is a mature college-age podcast. Please check the episode description for content warnings. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Scholars and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four college students thrust into an epic journey where they must discover themselves before they lose themselves. You guys can laugh if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. My name is Stone Arnt and I play Brock the Rock. Brock is a sophomore in college with a business major and a minor in toxicology, and he is a newly found paladin in the group. And a fun fact that Brock has learned this week is that if you ever have a tick, you have to burn the butt of the tick to make sure that you don't just pull the body out because if you pull the body out the head can get stuck so you have to burn its butt to make sure the whole thing comes out or you could use vaseline (laughs) Vaseline did you have this Mm -hmm. conversation this week we did okay i wanted to take it (laughs) It was good. It was good. It's yeah. very clever. Has anyone in this room had a tick? Because oh, I have. like plenty of times. Yeah, I never. Had. I used two credit cards to get it out. How? Wait, can you describe how you? I don't know if I <laughs> can. We actually, wait, can we not describe? Okay. I don't okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello, my name is Melanie. I'll be playing Margaret Holzman. Margaret is a sophomore in college and also a music major. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bard. I am a bard. <laughs> my fun fact this week: Can somebody give me a beat? Why is everyone <laughs> looking at me? Boom, 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 boom. And gardens deep where colors gleam a superfood, a health, the full dream beat. The dew and souls embrace a crimson gem in nature's grace beneath the earth. It silently grows a powerhouse, nutrition, best of rich vitamins, a vibrant hue, beats over health, tried and true. But weaved in every root, digested baby, baby, raise the leaf and tip. And suck us and suck my dick. What is this? I'm giving facts about beats. Is this copyrighted <laughs> stuff? Did you make this? What's going on? Wait, like beats chat- like the like Dwight Schrute? Yeah, like the food, like the vegetable. <laughs> Not sponsored. And it makes your pee red, right? Makes your poop red too. Poop so red. just remember, if you ate beets, your shit is red. You are not dying. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. With that being said. How's it going, everybody? My name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and today I'll be playing Gabriel. <laughs> he is an accounting major who has newly discovered himself as a wizard. He's slowly figuring out his powers, but something I slowly figured out yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, is that if you are taking medicine for pregnancy stuff, the flu, anything, and specifically, you see, do not take aspirin, Advil, Tylenol, because it will cause migraines. Do not then ask your friend for a leave. If you're on pregnancy medication? No, on anything. And then uh, if you do, at least tell them you're experiencing some weird feeling instead of just going the whole night without saying anything. It's always what? better to speak out. <laughs> did, yeah. you did you take it a leave last what? night? Yes. <laughs> and if you do, please call your doctor. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Michael. Did he walked in, guys. Sorry, I had to call my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's oh. so unfortunate. <laughs> yes. Hello, I'm Garrett Costa. I'll be playing Roland Brown, who is a sophomore in college, business major, minor in martial arts, monk in the <laughs> D&D world. Fun fact, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I am currently one hour in on a three-hour video of the entirety of Greek mythology. Ooh. And the number of stories that were just some goddess saying this bitch is now this animal. <laughs> and it's such an elegant story to explain why locusts make a noise. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so awesome. That's hard. Why are you watching this? Because it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's not Greek, for a school Greek, project. No, like you're doing this out of your fun. way. What but Garrett, they don't have like a lot of science in those days. So they have to find some way of like explaining natural phenomena. Yeah, so I think no, it's cool. That's like, it's really cool. But it's like, this is such a long story just to give a reason why locusts are annoying as fuck. <laughs> it's a three hour video just for locusts. No, no, no. That's no. Not <laughs> kind of that was like maybe five minutes. And my name is Nate Dietz. I am your Dean Master once again. I don't know if anyone's going to say, hey, Dean. Hey, hey Dean. Dean. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And my fun fact this week. Can we call it something else besides a fun fact? Oh, you don't like fun fact? I just, it feels so unoriginal. I want like a better name. Does for it me. have to start with the same letter? Freaky facts. Or does it, <laughs> like, do we have to use fact? The, the fact. Now? The, the deets. Did you know? Oh, Question mark. that's good, actually. The, the working inner machinations of this podcast people's minds. I like scholarly report. Like my scholarly yeah, report you know, for this. We'll that's great. We'll, we'll, we'll show it off the mic. Anyway, my little thing today is that I go camping a lot. I love backpacking, camping, and thankfully that the party has Justin to guide them through the forest right now because when I went camping when I was younger in scouts, we may have trusted the older scouts to lead us younger scouts around one time. Never a smart move. I know. And we were in the middle of a canyon and we're like, you know what? We have nothing to do today. We're going to walk down this old creek bed in this canyon until sundown and then we'll turn around. Well, I was just a young scout with my young scout friends and we were following the older scouts and we did that. And then the older scouts were like, we don't know where you are because we're not on the creek anymore. We don't know where the creek went. Fun fact, we made it back and the leaders did not know that we got lost. So we're good. We made it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> off last time you all headed into the mushroom forest with justin and you had a couple random encounters with some three-dimensional shadow things and a weird wizard lizard and like a bonfire situation you ran off with a magic wand and a microphone gabriel really wanted to rest he's like I i'm really tired and justin's like it's okay i know a place just around the corner so we're gonna go ahead and head over there so right now the lightning flashes it's still raining you walk up to the entrance of a cave okay guys inside of this cave there's a group of people. Margaret, you're probably going to freak out in a good way. Uh, I think you're going to be happy about this. Okay. Follow me down here. Are wait, these wait, people wait, 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 real wait, wait. this time? What do you mean they, freak out in a good way? Are these way? going to be illusions again? No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. I think you're going to like this. Is there a party in there? Uh, There probably could be. Okay. Hey, bro, make any place with you? is a party. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. All right, guys, come on down. And he starts to walk down this cave and there's a lot of glowing crystals around. You round a corner and you see two little toadstool mushrooms and little metal plate armor with spears and a shield. And they go, Kabadu! And they stick their little spear on the ground and they cross it into an X and they hold their hand up almost like a halt. Don't go any further. Well, they're Big tiny. Man. They're like a foot tall. Mm. So Gabriel, you said you go up and you just high five. I just the high five things. them because I think that's what's going on. And they both <laughs> just kind of giggle and then they both move to the side and, and they just kind of like wave the little arms like, yeah, come on, just come on it. Yeah. <laughs> and just is like, oh, hey, little guys, and he like rubs their head, kind of like giving them a noogie kind of thing. Do they like that? They're like, mm, mm. almost like a kid that wants to be taken seriously. <laughs> so Brock does not want to go in the cave. He's gonna pull Justin aside and whisper to him. So. Justin, um, I kind of 
help chop down one of those mushroom trees. Is this going to be like a trap? Mm, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like we, we when we first arrived here, we didn't we didn't like know about this place at all. So we kind of just took mm, a mm, true okay. cap down and rode it in a river. How about just keep it on the down low and and we'll probably be fine. Just don't bring it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're pretty. They're chill people. I mean, if you don't make them angry, then you know they're good with anybody. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Just kind of be accepting of all people, no matter kind of. <laughs> Uh-huh. Who or what they are, and, and you'll oh, be good. Yeah, of course. Of I course. bought it. Brock, Brock there, can't do that. There's fires of Brock on the walls of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, have you seen this man? Where are there actually Bounty fires? pictures of you. <laughs> Another one. Oh, okay, gotcha. You make your way all the way down, and you start to see more and more little toadstool mushrooms walking around, and a lot of them are bigger than Shroomy is. Two, three, four feet tall, and oh. you get into a large oh. clearing. It's a and bug home. <laughs> you get down into a large opening cavern and you can see a whole mushroom village in the bottom of this cave. There's Whoa. glowing rocks in the ceilings, kind of like a Minecraft cave. Sunlight. Yeah, it's kind of like a Minecraft cave. <laughs> the yeah. new update, though. And <laughs> as soon as you get into this large mushroom village area, Shroomy runs forward. He's like, Kabadoo! Kabadoo! And he's freaking out. And you can see a lot of other smaller, mid size, even like up to five or six feet tall mushrooms. Oh. Run six over. Feet? Yes, even oh six feet God. tall mushrooms oh run over. God. And they're surrounding and they're all chanting, Somebody, somebody, somebody. Oh, what does somebody mean? It's like somebody. somebody. I think it means something good. Uh, okay. yeah. they, they seem happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Shumi's just their homie and they're like happy to see him. Yeah. Is that his name? Somebody? Well, There's, it might be. It could be. You see that they're starting to lift up Shroomy, almost like a hero back from war. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then you feel a rumbling. The ground shakes and the, the walls of the cabin kind of shake. And you see coming down the main thoroughfare of this village, there is a 12 foot tall mushroom oh, that is whoa. slowly walking oh. and like towering <laughs> forward. And the and crowd thrust. kind of and thrust and thrust and strut and strut and thrust what are you thinking of and the crowd begins to kind of split and they set shroomy down and this massive toadstool mushroom bends its cap towards you and it squeezes in and a bunch of spores shoot out and I'm like I'm immediately cover my like yeah I'm gonna cover my mouth okay so you absorb it so you're taking it are you gonna take it in Roland I didn't think fast enough so I was just like oh what's going on so y'all breathe in and you feel there's kind of a glow in your neck as it goes down Uh, into your esophagus and your trachea and all the sudden you hear the somebody 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 he's home he's home and all of a sudden my cock (laughs) (laughs) can Gabriel and Brock understand them now? So no, Gabriel and Brock <gasps> still here. Somebody, and it occurs I'm to you sorry. that the spores you've just taken in made it where their language now is comprehensible to you. Wait, Margaret, can you hear them? I wait. Are they? They're saying he's home. Yeah, dude. Wait, Shroomy. What's your name? Oh my God, Shroomy. Shroomy runs they're back screaming. over and puffs up his chest, and you can tell he's starting to get happy, and he goes. Wait, what the uh, fuck? What the fuck? And then you can hear the murmurs in the crowd. Like all, everything else in the, all the other mushrooms in the crowd makes sense. It sounds like they're just normal humans or whatever talking. And Shumi's like, I can't understand this. I'm going to pull aside another shroom. Can you understand Shroomy, Roland? No, please hold. Shroom guy. You're talking like a random person. Yeah, just a random person. shroom. Yeah. Um, why can't I understand this guy? Oh, that one? Yeah. He's not part of our colony. He's a part of a different colony. So how can I understand him? And you should probably talk to that one. And he points up to the massive 12 foot tall. That one slowly struts forward and it finally stops in front of you. Oh, um, Mr. Shroom guy. Hello. How? <laughs> 
How do I get to understand this little shroom? That little guy? Yeah. First of all, I'm here to say welcome. What's he saying, Margaret? He's saying you're a bitch. <laughs> Rock, aren't you like a minor in toxicology? Like, don't you want to do shrooms? No, this is exactly why. I don't want to have these weird things in my body that I don't understand. So why would I want to understand Are you saying them? you're weak? No, I'm not weak. I'm playing Sounds it Sounds like you're weak. Okay, you know, just because a culture wants me to ingest something in my body doesn't mean I need to necessarily ingest that in my body. It sounds like somebody needs another dose. Oh, no. And the 12-foot-tall mushroom bends over now right in front of Brock and Gabriel and just shoots a face full of spores right into your face. (laughs) First the pooping, now this. (laughs) I'm just like taking my hands and like rub my eyes as like, I'm just like, it's in my eyes now. Yeah, it's just like the everywhere. yellow spores are all over your face and you inhale it, the glow down your trachea once more. Now you also understand I'm the large I'm cleaning my guy. ears out from all the just yellow spores. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I just spit out a mouthful of spores. <laughs> Welcome travelers to my colony. Yay! 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 Watching. Thank you. Thank you. Brought the spoiling to us, have you? Uh, What's Um, a spoiling? We're just here for the night. Okay. We're probably gonna keep (laughs) him. Yeah, he's our he's our, he's showing us around the forest. He's our homie. Shroomy kind of turns to him, and goes "Kabu, ka, sabadi, tabu," and Shroomy's looking up at the the big toadstool and pointing back to y'all. He says he wants to make you his guardians, I'd like be honored. like legal parent and guardians, or like. Yep. Uh, what does? Well, what well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, okay with that. Cause I'm, I'm wait, not wait, wait. ready to be a. Before, what's his? Can you? What's his name? This little guy. This spoiling. He doesn't have a name. Son of a bitch, bro. <laughs> that is not his name. He, <laughs> he hasn't been given one yet. How does he get a name? Can we give him a name? Once a spoiling is old enough to leave the colony, they choose their own name. And in this case, he's a little too young to leave the colony. That he left his colony. Yeah, wait, why was he gone then? In well, the first place? This isn't his colony. This isn't his colony, but... Yeah, what's that? Sabadi, What? Hmm. How sad. He's the last one of his colony. The rest of it has been destroyed. He's the sole survivor of a massacre. Oh. Oh. Daryl and Dan. Oh my god. Why do you assume Daryl and Dan? Yeah, we don't know. No, she speaks the truth. (gasps) Daryl and Dan are responsible. (laughs) We have them here as our prisoners. (gasps) Oh, really? To find out who is responsible for Shroomy's... Clan. Yes. The death of Shroomy's clan. We were investigating that. Roll deception. Yeah. Deception, for those of you that don't know, is literally you're just rolling to see how well you lie. That's a five. Hmm. You just said you didn't know his colony was massacred. He's just goofing. I'm, so, I'm, I'm tired and I, I have a social need to fit in. And if I don't, <laughs> I get very <laughs> sad. Long it's story a, short. I'm so sorry. And I'm that's like, why Gabriel has no again. friends because he doesn't want to have a lot of friends. <laughs> it's a part of the human condition. <laughs> long story short, Mr. Big Shroom Short guy. story long. What's your name? I am the Sovereign. The leader <laughs> of this colony. Okay, Mr. The Sovereign. Can hmm. I call you Big S? <laughs> okay. Okay, Mr. The Sovereign. The reason we need to find Daryl and Dan is because we think they could be why we're here or they could be how we get back from home to... Please give me a second. I can figure this out. <laughs> the reason we need to find Dan and Daryl is because... Daryl and Dan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Shut up, Margaret. It's because we think they might be the key to how we get back home because our home is not from here. 
Okay. We're from Earth. Yeah, I feel like we don't really need to try too hard to... Can we sleep? I'm sorry, I need to fit in. I'll provide you a nice little bed to sleep for your human bodies. It's just a giant mushroom. He opens himself up. Okay, oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, no. It's like the guest hotel room oh, inside of Salt It's James and the giant peach. So, yes. But it's a mushroom. Wait, do they sleep in the peach? Yeah, they live in the peach. They do live in the peach. Who's who? who? James like, and the Giant It's like Pete. a bunch of like giant movie. bugs. Oh, I hate that movie. I never watched it. I forgot about it's that. A bad I don't think movie. I've actually seen that before. Maybe we're inside a giant mushroom right now. So the Sovereign looks, says, Before I let you in, this Sporling wants to make you his guardians. How do we do that? not ready to be a guardian. I'm not yet. ready to be a parent. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm too young. My dad said I can do whatever I want. Just make sure I wear protection. So I'm not ready for a kid. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I like to think that's all the talk. He just sat him down and said, just wear protection uh -oh. and left. My, my dad was <laughs> usually. Left? Well, oh. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, that's still that's waiting so for that bad. carton of milk. If you don't want to become mm. the Sporling's guardians, then he'll stay here with us for the rest of his life. Oh, but I want Shroomy to I want go Shroomy. on adventures and with Shroomy us. And Shroomy wanted us to be yeah. his guardians. Okay, so how do Kaboom. we become guardians? Well, when a Sporling goes to leave the colony, it shows the rest of its colony all of its talents, its skills to prove that it can exist out in the real world. But since this spoiling is too young, the four of you will have to show me your talents to prove that you have the skills necessary to provide this spoiling Let's protection. Let's go, guys. It's a lot of, uh -oh. lot yeah, of responsibility. Okay. Can we have some okay. Okay. out of context explanation of what's going on? What like a talent gonna, show? He wants you yeah. to okay. basically put on a talent show to, <gasps> to show That is so that, cute with all the mushrooms like watching Yeah, with all stage. the mushrooms lined up, they want a talent show to show that you can prove, which it's kind of flawed logic because obviously random talents, you know. Wait, so we have to show stuff like necessary to like child care? No, they just want to see your talents. They want to see a talent show. It doesn't have to be actual survival skills. Can them two just fight? <laughs> <laughs> Roland and Brock, can y'all just fight? <laughs> Let's just cut ahead, and all of the mushrooms are gathered in their little arena, and y'all are in a arena. Wait, is this like a gladiator? Yeah, pit? they're just in like it's, it's, it's a gladiator pit. Little did we know they're gonna sick the lions off. <laughs> it's a gladiator pit, but they're all tiny. So for you, it's basically like like we could just step over the wall. Thanks. Yeah, it's just like a tiny thing. Y'all are backstage. The sovereign leader, mushroom, twelve foot mushroom guy, walks you backstage to a green room. Okay. You can prepare in here. That box is magical. You put your hand on it and ask for anything that you want to show us your talents. I'll be out there with my snacks and to watch your talent show. Happy hunting. And he, he, he just waddles away. I didn't like that last part. And Shroomy's like jumping up and down with excitement. Kabutu, kabutu, kabutu. Shroomy's super excited. It's like a dog right before you adopt them in the shelter and it's running around the room just oh. like super happy. Guys, we gotta do this for Shroomy. For Shroomy. For Shroomy. Hands in, hands in. Three, two, two one. Shroomy. Shroomy. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I got distracted. Looking uh, at your own tail. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the sovereign waddles out and we transition to the arena. And at first it looks like this massive like NFL sports, Super Bowl. All the mushrooms in the whole colony came out and the sovereign is sitting on his massive throne and we pan over and see Margaret standing on the stage. And you realize once we pan over to her how much smaller the stage actually is because all the shrooms are pretty tiny. <laughs> and Melanie, take it away. So Margaret has her trumpet in her hand and she, she's on the stage and she is nervous as hell. Wait, what do I even play? I don't even have this memory. I don't even have the concerto memorized anymore. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Huh, huh, okay. 
As soon as we hear that, the camera pans and all the mushrooms are just silent. And we look up at the sovereign. The sovereign leans forward and goes, it was so pretty. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Margaret gains a boost of confidence, so then she begins to play. I take a fat bow. And then as I leaving the stage, they throw, they're throwing like, at first they look like roses up onto the stage. And then you notice they're just smaller mushrooms that are like baby, baby mushrooms. And they run up and they hug you. (laughs) So I drop the trumpet onto the ground and I lean on my knees and I hug them back. And the trumpet (laughs) just fucked up at that point. (laughs) That thing is dented. So then we transition, you get off stage, and then who wants to go next? You want me to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew (laughs) you were going to say that. So I'm going to walk up there with two other shrooms about my height, but they're just covered in like pillow armor. Duct-taped pillows. Duct-taped pillow (laughs) armor is what I pulled out of the box, pretty much. (laughs) They're going to go up on stage, and I'm going to walk up to the mic. There's a mic now? (laughs) That's improv, baby. (laughs) (laughs) There's a mic, yes, and I walk up to it. Hello, shroom people. And it like goes, like the mic. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, So I will present to you my skill, which is being able to protect Shroomy from all harm that may come to him. Physically, not emotionally. That's someone else's job. (laughs) Show me what you got. Thank you. And then I'm just going to throw the mic (laughs) off the stage. Send my way. Lights dimmed down. Spotlights. Boom on the stage it's just Roland and two of the shrooms like in a triangle shape I guess that's the only shape you can make with three people yeah. besides the point <laughs> I like the idea that the pillow shrooms are in the corner and they have the what is it a cut man right the guy that's like behind outside the ring like oh like, yeah they, like <laughs> getting their shoulders and then yeah, for you it's shroomy shroomy's yeah, like shroom. on your shoulder he's like gabadoo gabadi kaba huda huda tu gubadoo okay sounds like a good plan shroomy Gaba. so I stand up out of my corner and in this corner we have the spectacular shroom, the fantastic fungal tombstone. <laughs> Is that a real wrestler? Sounds good, though. And in this corner, we have the most terrifying, the most scrumdiddlyumptious, the most horrific, the portobello punisher. <laughs> and in our last corner, the strange fleshwalker. God. I like that. <laughs> Fleshwalker sounds cool. Oh, yeah, the Fleshwalker. Oh, I hate that. I like it. Sounds like a sex toy. Okay. <laughs> oh Gross. Now introducing the Fleshwalker 3000. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> oh, no. So, Rowan stands up, two streams in front of him. They don't know what they're doing because they've never been in a fight. <laughs> they have not. <laughs> they've literally never fought before. So, it's going to look pretty terrible. For them, but for Roland, it's going to make him look good, but he's already great, so it doesn't matter. 
And so basically, you know, he's all st- stance up. Shroomy number one. What's their names? Does it matter? Oh, it's Tombstone and the Portobello Punisher. Tombstone is just going to full on sprint at Roland. And he's just going to step out of the way. Left cross, bat shroom, out. Decked. Immediately. Just he actually bounces. On. He hits the ground. The pillow makes him bounce out of the ring. <laughs> so then the second shroom, after seeing his friend just get mollywopped. Uh, hey, hey, man. Uh, yeah, you know, we don't, we don't have to do this. Uh, it's uh, going to make it look good. Don't worry, bro. Don't worry, okay, bro. Okay. Uh, just keep um, your guard up. Okay. Uh, keep, 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 keep my guard up. And then okay, I'm going to okay. walk up to him and just roundhouse kick. The fuck out of this shit. And it's just slow motion, left foot down, violent twist, and then shin on shroom contact. For a second, it's a demonstration on Newton's first law of physics where you kick him and then like the pillows that are taped to his body stay in their spot as his body starts (laughs) to move. And then they catch up because the tape and he just goes flying out of the ring. Out of the ring. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, thank you. I can protect Shroomy. Good night. Yeah, yeah, they're all cheering. And and you hear them go, Fleshwalker, 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 Fleshwalker. I hope that name doesn't stick. (laughs) We look up at the Sovereign and he's chanting as well. We look back down. The fighting ring has magically disappeared. And now, Gabriel, what does your scene look like? All right. Gabriel walks in. He's got one of those microphones on his shirt. Okay. And it is a table. Kind of like one of these, uh, what are these called? Uh, like table? a folding tray table. Folding tray table, but much bigger. Okay. So just a normal table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Does it, <laughs> does it fold? It does fold. Okay. So it's the whole folding <laughs> table. So just a big folding table. Yeah. I'm here for it. No, regular size folding table. Oh, okay. Turns on the lamp. So now all the other lights in the arena. I've gone dark, except this lamp. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Saucy. Is the lamp like shining down onto yeah. the table? Spooky. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hello, Shroom Nation. As you demonstrated, Margaret can help keep Shroomy happy. Roland can help protect Shroomy. I am here to show you that I can educate Shroomy. Ooh. So I'm going to show you guys some new combos coming out in my favorite card game. So as we all know, trains, too broken right now. We're trying to get rid of trains, all right? <laughs> So with the new American arms race, they're going to add a new mechanic, which is rotation, which will rotate everyone to each side of the board. Now, here's why this is important. I'm so confused. Do you understand? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Makes no sense. Corpse is important because he can basically get rid of everyone else for you and you don't have to do everything. You might be wondering, how does that work? Well, I kind of like this. I kind of want to get into this. Dude, I'm going to spend all my money on this, man. I, I know. I, yeah. d- do you know where yeah. we can get like so some more sport bikes or something? Oh, like sport. Oh, you know, okay. we could go, we could go grind a bit. Yeah. Shh. Oh, grind a bit oh. in the cave. Try to oh. focus. Oh. On their turn, they will get to choose where they want to put him. But what happens, whoever gets him next will have to get rid of a card on the field or get rid of a permanent. Two hours later. And so now that we have both the moon and sun on the board, we will control the two people to our left's permanence, why our permanence and the person to our right will be able to control ours. And that is where you're going to end your turn. Now for what you're going to do on your opponent's turn. <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> I think we've seen an excellent display of intelligence that the Fleshwalker presents to us. <laughs> you can applaud now. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you want me to repeat that again? No, you can tell me later.
Whenever you come back, Justin's curled up in a little ball, kind of like dogs do. But then Shroomy is like jumping up and down at the edge of the stage, like kabu, kabu, badabi, And he's like, he's <laughs> mimicking like different card motions, and then he's like, puts his hand on his head, like, oh, that was so cool. And he's like freaking out. And then he goes up <laughs> to give you a little fist bump. Oh, I give him an arm lock. With no he fingers. He gives you an arm lock. Oh, With no so... fingers. With the fingers, he just doesn't use them. Oh. You don't need fingers for an arm lock. Tart. I'm just gonna I'm put everything in my backpack and then just fall asleep on Justin while holding Shroomy like a stuffed animal. <laughs> Oh, like you're like a spoon train. Yeah. Brock is going to go up to you guys and say, "Oh, so I actually need all of you guys for this next part for what for my act because I I need you guys on the stage. So can you guys go out um, on okay. stage, Justin and show me and everyone? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yes. I'm okay. awake. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go. wait. What's going on? Wait. What? Well, so okay. you guys just go to the stage. Okay. I'll be there in a minute. I need to get dressed up. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, I still need to show him my talent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and Justin, and go Justin goes out and <laughs> it smash cuts to him just running from end to end on the stage. <laughs> like he just has the zoomies <laughs> and he's just running back and forth. <laughs> and he stops. And he like his like front paws are down and his like his like butt is up and his tail's wagging and he looks and he's just quiet and then he runs again and he's just <laughs> running back and forth just a dog with the zoomies and then eventually we transition and stone take it away. Okay, so yeah, you guys are out on the stage. Brock has not come out yet. A paper airplane flies in, but the paper airplane actually doesn't make it far enough to like the center of the stage. So then you see another one fly in, <laughs> and this one it flies in. So and we're all on stage, it's a, right? Yeah, just watching this. It flies in between you guys. Um, I'll grab the paper plane. What the fuck? Do going? you open it? What is that? This a paper plane. Do you open it? I guess. <laughs> and then um, I realized the, the mushrooms are bored. Oh my! What is that? Oh, that what? is a paper airplane. What could this be? They all gasp and lean like. Oh. Oh, what? And, and then I open it. It says, hey, not friends. Maybe once you learn how to show what it means to be a friend, I'll be back. But I'm going home. Oh, damn God. it. You're <laughs> splitting the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, guys, what a sad ending to that episode. I hope Brock's okay. It's a good thing he's not real. But for all you guys who are real out there, let's stay happy though. Let's get on that grind set, that mindset of just living your best life. I'm living my best life right now because I'm Michael, I got to play Gabriel, and I'm so thankful for all you guys watching. Oh, but before I leave, I got a little joke for you guys. Ooh, why was six afraid of seven? You'll find out my next outro. My name's Garrett. I got to play Roland Brown. Thank you guys so much for leaving reviews and following our Instagram and telling people about our podcast. It's much appreciated. Keep up the good work. My name is Melanie. I got to play Margaret Holzman, the most band kid kid ever to be found in a D&D podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate all the support that we're getting. Keep it up and we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you guys so much. And thank you to my not friends now in the podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you friends in real life, but not thank you friends in game. This was a crazy episode, but we'll see what happens next time in a two weeks from now. But thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your two weeks. And my name is Nate Dietz. I was your Dean Master and I still will be. Thank you so much for listening. You can go find us on almost any social media platform, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, and we have a website. That is right. Scholarsanddragons.com. Go check it out. Give it a look. Give it a read. See our beautiful faces. Thank you so much to Vicky Wynn for setting up those photos and helping out as our community manager. And thank you for listening to Scholars and Dragons. Bye.
Okay, so it's Brock's turn at the talent show. You made everyone else wait on the stage. Where's Brock going now? After Brock threw the paper airplane, Brock is looking it to the box that uh, Nate described, the DM. <laughs> they know you're, <laughs> you're the DM. The box. and That's the one in the green room, right? In the green room, okay, yeah. Okay. So about how you can think of anything you want and you can have it happen. So Brock is going to run to the box. It's about a foot on any given side. It's wooden, it's ornately carved, and it hinges open on the top. It's just... I just want to get this box open and go home. I, I, just, I just want to go home. <laughs> my, my friends are so mean. I don't want to see these people anymore. They're not my friends. I just want to see James, Jolly, and Jimmy. I, I miss, miss them so much. <laughs> I miss them. Do you open it? Yeah, I open it. And I'm thinking of going home. As you desperately want to go home, and you've been told that this box can give you absolutely anything that you want, you open it, hoping for some magic in this strange land to just make sense and for it to work. You open that box and you peer over the edge. You see that there is a picture frame that is laying face down. I, I, I grab it? Maybe this will be a portal home. You look at it and you instantly recognize this photo. And it kind of brings some shock to you as you see freshman Brock standing shoulder to shoulder with a Jimmy, James, and Jally as you just joined Alpha Chromosome Pi. What? I, th I thought I lost this years ago. What? How, how does this box have this this picture of me and my friends? Maybe the maybe the box is, is is telling me to hold this picture, and so I I grab the picture and I hold it tight and I stare at freshman Brock. So alone in this green room, you can hear the roar of the crowd behind a few walls, and we as kind of an audience look at Brock from the distance of this room, standing there holding this photo, looking at young Brock, seeing how much you've changed. And it hits you for half a second, almost feels like you forgot something, something that took you from being this freshman you into being the you that you are now. And just as it feels like you might get somewhere with this photo, nothing changes. Box, you're supposed to take me home. The box that is hinged open because you left it open immediately slams closed. Box, bo take me home, box. Just, just take me home. And I open it again. And this time you open the hinge and you look in and you see that nothing is in the box. Brock wipes tears from his eyes. Box, just take me home. I'm going to jump in this thing if you don't take me home and I jump in. <laughs> oh my gosh. As you're like trying to get into this one foot cubed box, you are thinking about how you just watched 
the other people that you're on this adventure with effortlessly get everything that they wanted and needed for their talent show out. And even Justin was able to get a tennis ball out for his zoomies <laughs> bit. And you're just not getting what you want. And you're trying to get into this box, but you can only get about one one of your feet in <laughs> because it's just so small. Let me in. <laughs> Let me in. And please. the box shakes and there's a bright purple flash and it shoots you out of the box across the room and it closes back on its hinge. Brock wipes more tears from his face. Final. <laughs> Brock bolts out of the green room back into the village to try to find another way out. As Brock runs out of the room, we as the audience stay in the room for half a second we look down at this box it's hinge still closed and see a faint purple flash on the inside but brock is too far gone to notice